Hey guys, it's Leah B from Prestige Veteran Medical Consulting. I'm a U.S. Army veteran, physician assistant, and former compensation and pension examiner. So today I want to come on and do a video that I'm super excited to do. This is probably the most excited I have ever been about making a video because I think it's just going to be so helpful to you guys and so powerful for you um, to try to get some assistance from your VA healthcare providers to fill out some of these forms that you're constantly trying to get them to help you you know, fill out. So DBQs, Nexus letters, um, aided attendance forms, things like that, right? Nexus opinions. So I often hear all the time that you guys approach your VA healthcare providers. Perhaps that's your only form of healthcare. You maybe don't have other insurance. So you have to go to the VA. Um, that's your option. And you ask them to fill out something as simple as a DBQ. And they tell you things like, some of them will fill them out, but some of them will say things to you like, it's a conflict of interest. I don't know how to do it. I don't have time for that. The VA has a compensation and pension section that fills those forms out for you. It's just not something I'm going to do, period. The most common is that I hear is that it's um, that you guys report to me is that it's a conflict of interest is what you're told, right? Or that they just flat out don't do those forms. So I want to arm you guys with a document that I think will be very helpful and you kind of pushing back on that issue, right? Because VA actually has a policy that outlines that they are supposed to be doing those things for you. Um, so I, I'm going to show you guys where to get it. I'm going to show you what it is. I'm going to highlight some of the key components so that you guys can, again, remember that we always are respectful about it. We're not going to go in there and say, well, you don't know your, what you're talking about and you're going to do it, right? Because remember, they still have to fill out the forms. So when they fill them out, you know, you want this to be a respectful, mutual thing so that they're not just saying, you know, they're humans too. They shouldn't do this because it's unethical. But if you really hit them over the head, like with a bat with this and say, you're going to do it, you know, you're, you, you catch more flies with honey is what I'm trying to get at is that there's a way to do this um, tactfully. Okay. So I'm going to share my screen with you guys and show you what I'm talking about. Hang on. Okay. So the first thing you're going to do that you're going to notice here is I have Googled VA Directive 1134. Okay. The first thing that pops up is VHA Directive 1134. And again, this is on VA.gov. So this is straight from the VA's website. Okay. Now I'm going to click on that. And it, it actually pops up this download. Okay. So this is their directive. All right. Now for simplicity, I'm going to show you my copy because I've highlighted a couple areas of this, but now you know where to go and get it. VHA Directive 1134, and you're going to download that straight off the VA's website. Okay, so here is my copy that I've highlighted. I'm going to make it a little bigger for you guys so you guys can see. Um, let's see. Okay. So it's been around for a while. As you can see, this last copy was amended on May 11th, 2020. This is a provision of medical statements and completion of forms by VA healthcare providers. Okay, it's from the VA. Reason for use, reason for issue. The VHA, Veterans Health Administration, now that's different um, from the compensation and claims portion. This is for your health administration section, okay? Um, not Veterans Benefits Administration, Veterans Health, healthcare, 
Okay. Directive establishes a policy requiring VHA providers when requested and consistent with other VHA policies to assist patients in completing Department of Veterans Affairs and non-VA medical forms to provide patients with medical statements with respect to their medical condition and functionality. Okay. So I'm going to skip a couple of, like I said, I high, you guys can read over this whole thing, but I skipped over to the, to the really highlighted portions. Now, recertification. This directive is due to be recertified on or before the last working day of November 2021. I haven't seen that yet. Um, it might be out there, but it also says that the directive will continue to serve as national VHA policy until it's recertified or rescinded. Okay. Signed by the Undersecretary for Health for the VA. So now we're going to get into the meat of this. So here's the contents. You guys, I, I urge you to read over this whole policy, but I'm going to go over the highlights, okay? Again, the purpose is this directive requires VHA healthcare providers, requires when requested and consistent with other VHA policies to assist patients in completing Department of Veterans Affairs and non-VA non medical forms, okay? And we'll get into some of those. This is where it starts to get good, right? VA, VHA strives to be provider of choice for all enrolled veterans, and its strategic goal is to deliver personalized, proactive, patient-driven care. Timely completion of forms on behalf of veterans is an important way for VA healthcare providers to understand and advocate for veterans' concerns. Additionally, completion of medical forms by healthcare providers based on examination or knowledge of the veterans' conditions is included in the 38 Code of Federal Regulation, Okay, that's that thing that talks about disability, right, and compensation um, as part of the medical benefits package. With the exception of the completion of exam forms, if a third party would customarily pay healthcare practitioners for the exam, but will not pay. At present, as a matter of policy, there are no known forms that this would, fa would fall under this exception. Okay. So DBQs, period, right? A DBQ is a standard VA documentation tool used to provide pertinent medical information for veterans in support of the disability compensation process. Whoa, black and white, y'all, black and white, DBQs, okay? Um, medical opinions. A medical opinion is a provider's statement of findings and views which may be based on review of the veteran's medical records or personal exam of the veteran or both. Medical opinions are often concerned with es establishing causality between a veteran's claim condition and events in military service or to, to a previously determined service-connected disability. Girl, guys, that is a nexus statement, okay? That is a ne nexus statements are slang for a medical opinion, okay? This doesn't mean they have to write you a full-blown letter, right? But they are to provide you a medical opinion when requested. Okay, period. Might not be the one you like, right? Warning. But they, oh, sorry. They they are to provide you a medical opinion. Okay, Pro, who are these providers? Physicians, advanced practice registered nurses, physician assistants, and other healthcare practitioners who provide primary or specialty care services, primary or specialty care. Okay, if it's your gastroenterologist, they count too to patients in accordance with licensure, scope of practice, or functional state um, statement. 
policy, except when specifically prohibited, it is VHA policy that providers, when requested, must assist patients in completion of VA and non-VA medical forms and provide medical statements with respect to the patient's medical condition and functionality. Boom. <laughs> okay, there is a little caveat I'm going to go over here. Completion of VA medical forms by VA medical facility healthcare providers. They are responsible for completing these forms in either electronic or paper format to support the delivery of patient care. A patient or their personal representative may request the VA healthcare providers to complete the medical forms on behalf of the patients. Examples of VA medical forms completed upon patient or beneficiary requests include, but are not limited to, application for clothing allowance. Aid and attendance forms, y'all. Man, this thing is just, I'm so excited about this, y'all. I hope y'all are as excited about this as I am. Housebound pension forms, survivor pension forms, voc rehab forms, DBQs, okay? And that VBA life insurance forms. So provision of medical statements to support VA benefits claims. When honoring requests for medical statements by veterans for VA claims adjudication, care must be taken to avoid conflict of interest or ambiguity. Okay. So that doesn't mean they can't do it. It means they need to do it in an ethical way. Right. So conflict of interest. Hey, I'm mad at this patient because he's making me do a form. Don't have a conflict of interest because you're mad. Do the form. Okay. There is one little caveat um, on this that I'm going to go over. So um, veterans may ask their primary care or specialty care provider to complete a DBQ for conditions which, which are already diagnosed and documented and for which the provider is treating the veteran. DBQs can be completed by the treating provider doing a routine office visit. So make appointment for a DBQ completion. Don't ask, don't ask for a DBQ when you're there to be seen for 17 other things because they only have, they don't have that much time, y'all. Be respectful of their time. Make an appointment for a knee pain DBQ. Okay, period. Don't ask them for other stuff while you're there just for that DBQ. Um, DBQs can be completed outside of an office visit or an appointment can be scheduled for completion. Just like I said, schedule an appointment just for that DBQ. Uh, if they're confused about this, there's a VHA directive that they can print out and look at to figure out how to do it. If, if VHA provider has questions regarding DBQ, including which DBQs they can they can or should complete, they can seek further guidance. That is not your problem. If they don't know how to do it, they better figure it out because it's part of their job description. Okay. And here's where they can, you can give them this policy. Here's where you can figure it out, sir. Additional guidance and information on completing DBQs can be found on VHA's Office of D Disability and Medical Assessments website. Guidance specifically for primary care providers is located here. Y'all, they can, they can click on this thing just as if they don't know how to do it, be respectful. Here's the VHA policy on this. And it outlines, um, you know, the, the fact sheet that shows DBQs and primary care providers, and they can go and look that up, right? These forms are not that hard, y'all. I promise you. For requests for completion, this is where it comes in, where it gets a little sticky. So for requests of, for completion of mental health DBQs, it is recommended the veterans treating provider not complete the DBQ to maintain the integrity of the patient provider relationship. So I think that's kind of legit, actually. Um, I think that's kind of legit. I don't think I have anything else highlighted in here. Oh, also, you can get other types of forms done. I'm going to touch back on that mental health piece here in a second when I come off this screen share. 
You can get other types of forms, permits for driver's license, handicap parking forms. Y'all ask me for handicap parking forms all the time. I can't help you with those, but y'all can get those from your healthcare. They are supposed to do them for you. State and federal workers comp forms. Okay. I hope this empowers the, the heck out of you guys, because I, I just think it's just, this is just so amazing to me that this is out here. Um, let's see. I'm going to get back on that mental health thing. So don't, don't jump off yet. Okay. I don't think there was anything else. I mean, all of this is important. Okay. But the, these are the highlights. Completing VA and non-VA medical statements received from, from or on behalf of patients in respect to their medical condition and functionality to the best of their ability based on their scope and clinical expertise. When completion of the forms extends beyond the scope of their provider, like if you want a fibromyalgia DBQ, I don't think that is beyond the scope of primary care, period. It's within their scope of practice. But if they're saying they can't, then guess what they're supposed to do? Assist by consulting with a specialty care expert as appropriate. So don't just say no. Hey, your policy says you're supposed to consult or send me to a consultant that can fill it out. The end. That's the VHA policy. Reviewing evidence in the VA electronic medical record, including text documents, test results, and vital measurements pertinent to the condition, provides important information needed to complete the medical forms and statements. That's just being thorough, guys, right? Um, that's the end. So let me unscreen share and we're going to hit on that site piece. Okay. Okay. Y'all here's my two cents on the site piece. I kind of agree with that. Okay. Because you develop a very special relationship with your mental health care provider. Okay. That relationship is sacred. It should be sacred with your healthcare providers as well, but because of the nature of your mental health condition, they are, they are assisting you with getting through a lot of issues. And let's say they honestly believe your disability, you know, it doesn't align with what your expectation is. Okay. It doesn't align. Maybe it's PTSD and they mark you at the 30% level, but you want to, you believe that you're at the hundred percent level, or let's say they just don't agree that it's related to your service. They can, they can do that. None of them have to agree that something is related to your service. Okay. Or let's say there's some other conflict where you believe that you have uh, PTSD, but they just, they don't believe you meet the criteria. They believe that you have like a personality disorder or bipolar disorder or something like that. It can ruin your relationship with them for healthcare or for your mental health care. So I actually agree with that because there, there is a little bit of a conflict in that one. Um, so that's why that provision is in there stating that mental health care providers should not, because it can really impair your your future care. Now, if you go and ask your healthcare provider to do, do a DBQ for you for your knee and they like, you know, don't do it the way that you think it should be done, or there's a conflict in how, how bad your range of motion is. I don't see how that's going to impair your future mental health growth. Right. Or your, or it's just different. You guys understand that. Um, so anyways, I'm going to get off my soapbox. I really, really, really am excited about this video. I hope you guys, I cannot wait to hear stories from you guys about how this may have, how this goes down when you bring this into the office. Please be respectful. 
please be respectful of the doctors and their time because a you're you're show, you might be showing them something they've just never seen because this policy doesn't maybe didn't get to them for whatever reason and b you don't want to be peeing in their cheerios cuz they're the ones filling out your form so there's a there's a diplomatic and tactful way for you to get your need met without um you know burning it down okay Please let me know how this goes. And thank you so much for watching and drop some comments and let me know what you guys think. All right. Talk to y'all later.